This week's episode of the Anchi Looked Up podcast is brought to you by Fine Lime Illustrations. If you love quirky, colorful art transformed into fun, handmade stationery items, pretty much guaranteed to brighten somebody's day, that's just what you'll find in my new online shop at finelimeillustrations.com. That's fine, as in I'm fine, lime as in the fruit, illustrations.com. Browse the entire collection or sign up for my email list to see some behind the scenes peeks into my studio. You'll also get first notice of new product launches and subscriber only sales. And as an added little bonus, you'll also receive a free coloring sheet to help you relax and de-stress from your day. And now on with the show. Welcome to the Anchi Looked Up podcast. Each week, we sit down with inspiring Canadian women who create for a living. We talk about their creative journeys and their best business tips, as well as the creative and business mindset issues all creative entrepreneurs struggle with. I'm your host, Melissa Hartfield, and after leaving a 20-year career in corporate retail, I've been happily self-employed for 12 years. I'm a graphic designer, an illustrator, and a multi-six-figure-a-year entrepreneur in the digital content space. This podcast is for the artists, the makers, and the creatives who want to find a way to make a living doing what they love. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Anchi Looked Up podcast. As always, I am your host, Melissa, and this week is going to be actually the last episode of 2022. It's also going to be a solo episode, and it's going to be a short episode because I know we are in the heart of the holiday season, and so hopefully um, you're all taking some time out to relax and see some family and friends and eat some good food and maybe think about what you have planned for your business in 2023. And that's what I wanted to talk about today. So I wanted to talk about one specific thing I did last year that had a really big impact on both my businesses. And it's something I am definitely going to be doing in 2023. I'm actually probably going to go do this right after I finish recording this episode. And that was setting aside time every month for a CEO day and a research day. And not only did I set aside time for both of those, I also set aside one day a week as an admin day. And I booked one week off at the end of every quarter with no client work. It was in theory a vacation, but I did work, but I didn't do anything client related. I had an out of office up on my inbox and I took it that time to relax a little bit. And I'll get into that a little bit more in a moment, but um, doing those few things made a huge difference in how efficient I was this year and how much I was able to get accomplished this year and in having a much better work-life balance. I don't even know if that's the right way to say it, if it was a better work-life balance or if it was just a better feeling, a better 
mental health feeling overall, because I felt like I had time set aside to do specific tasks. Um, yeah, it just, it just made the whole year feel so much easier. So what I did is at the end of December last year, I sat down with my calendar and I blocked out those days. So the first thing I did was I blocked out the one week off per quarter and I did it at the end of March, the end of June, the end of September. And then I take two weeks off at the end of December heading into the new year. So the only week I wound up not taking was the week at the end of September. Um, That is the busy season for my business, both in terms of design work, but also prepping for my first markets that I did this year. So I needed to create a lot more product in advance and that kind of thing. So I didn't take the week off in September, but I was okay with that because I knew I was taking two weeks off in December. But taking the weeks off in March and June were so beneficial. It was just like, I don't really know how to describe it. It just felt like during those two weeks, I had no weight at all on my shoulders. So even though I didn't have a vacation planned, um, and I knew that I would be doing some work, um, I was able to get up when I felt like it. I was able to do things when I felt like it. I could leave in the middle of the day to do other things. I made sure to take time out to have a nap in the afternoon if I wanted to, to read some books, to spend some time in my garden, to hang out with my dog a little bit more, to go for lunch with friends, that kind of thing. Um, it just, it just felt so laid back and easy during those weeks. And yet I was still quite productive. I was working on, um, two website launches for both of my businesses. Um, I was able to work on getting some products done and just mucking around in my studio, which let's face it, when you're a working creative, sometimes the studio time is the first thing to go when we get busy because we were so caught up in talking to clients and mailing packages out and doing all the the things. that we don't get a ton of time to just sit in our studios or our offices and create and play and do that kind of stuff. So, so those were just really great weeks to just relax (laughs) and not have to worry about my inbox or my social media. And even right now I am technically on vacation, but I've just, you know, this morning I spent an hour clearing snow from my driveway and then I came in and I made myself a nice hot cup of tea and scrolled around on social media and just did this and that. And, and now I'm recording this and I just feel so relaxed. So I, I highly recommend it. It's the first thing that I booked in my calendar. You can also book a vacation on top of this. It doesn't just have to be these weeks. Um, I didn't bother because I really wasn't planning on going anywhere this year, but if I had plans to take an actual trip, I would have definitely booked that time off as well. Um, I made sure to inform clients well in advance. I put a little note in my email signature in the month leading up to that week off, just so that they knew I'd be out of the office. Um, and it worked out really great. So I highly recommend it because it's such a big block of time. It was the first thing that I booked off in my calendar. Um, and then the next thing that I booked off was my CEO days. 
And and I book those on the first Monday of the month. And that's when I go over all my numbers for the previous month. I look at all my bookkeeping reports, profit and loss. I look at, um, you know, I have a whole bunch of KPIs that I track each year. They change from year to year, but I go through, I look at all of those, see how things are doing. Those KPIs generally reflect the goals that I've set for my businesses for the year. And so by reviewing them every month, if something's not going the way that I want it to, I can act on it and I can tweak and I can pivot a little bit and I can make some changes to get things on the right track for the next month. And it just really helps me make sure that if something's not going in the right direction, I deal with it very quickly instead of maybe looking at those numbers three months down the road and realizing that things are on the wrong track when it's much harder to make changes and fix something. So those have been really helpful. Um, There are just days where I also sit down, I review my goals, I think about what um, I want to accomplish in the next month and what needs to be on my radar and just all those types of things where we need to work on our business and get ourselves out from working in our business. It's, It's important to kind of have a day where you step back and look at the big picture and make sure that the big picture still fits with your financial goals, your life goals, your creative goals, and make changes where you need to and or stay the course if things are going well. So that is the second thing that I booked. The next thing I booked was my research days. So these are the days where I spend time looking into things that I might like to do. So I'm sure there's a lot of you out there listening who can relate to shiny object syndrome, squirrel syndrome. (laughs) You know, you see something really cool and you're like, oh, I want to do that. Or, you, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's probably one of my biggest challenges. I'm constantly seeing something that I would love to do. And, and if left to my own devices, I would dive in right then and there. And usually things that are going well in my business will pay the price for me getting caught up in shiny object syndrome. So booking a research day every month is my way of taking those things when they grab me, grab my attention and putting them into the research bucket. So if I see something really cool on the first Tuesday of the month, it goes into my research bucket for the last Friday of the month. That's the day that I chose the last Friday of the month. And I go, I write it in a little notepad or a little notebook for my research day. I have a little in my journal, my planner, I have a page each month for my research day. And I just jot down a little note, look into this or look into that. And then I go back and on that day. And if the idea is still interesting to me, and surprisingly, quite often it's not. (laughs) Quite often I've moved on and realized it is what it was. It was just a shiny object that really doesn't fit in with anything I want to do. But on the odd occasion where it does fit in and it is something I'm really interested in, I take some time on that day to dive deep into it and do some Googling and look at what would be involved and make decisions. It's also the day where I research potential guests for the podcast. Um, And it's also the day where I research guests that I have coming on the podcast. So before I interview a guest, I like to go and find out as much about them as I can so that I can ask 
interesting and hopefully intelligent questions when I'm interviewing them. So that day doubles as a research day for the podcast as well. And then the last day that I book into my calendar is my admin day. And that for me is the is every Monday. And so some days it's a full day. Some days it's only a half day. It really depends on what I need to get done. So that's when I go through and I um, do things like invoicing or pay bills or um, put together social media graphics for the upcoming week or schedule social media or just do all those little admin tasks. It's when I do inventory. It's when I order packing supplies. It's when I order raw goods or do inventory of raw goods. It's when I organize my office for the upcoming week. It's when I sit down and go through my planner for the week and pencil in everything that needs to get done. So all of those admin tasks get done on Mondays. And part of the reason for that is because I hate doing all those things. Most of them I hate, some of them I do enjoy, but most of them I really don't enjoy. And so by doing them on Mondays, I feel like even if I get nothing else done for the week, I got all of those little niggly must-do tasks that we have to do as business owners, even though we don't enjoy them. They're done, they're out of the way, and if I don't get anything else done, at least I got that done. (laughs) So those are the days and weeks that I scheduled last year. And for the most part, I stuck to them really closely. I think the only, there's a few admin days that went out the window and that's okay because I do them every week. So if I missed a week, I wasn't getting hugely behind. Um, and there was the one week of vac- uh, vacation time at the end of September that I decided to nix just because of the workload that I had. Um, But even so, I still cut back on the client work that I did um, that week so that I could work on creating product and things like that. So you can be flexible with it, but by actually sitting down this time last year and taking the time to map those out, put them in my calendar, and I absolutely, I put them in my calendar, I put them in my planner. They were written there in, in black and white. And I carried them through as I started a new planner, which I do about every five months or so when my old one fills up. And I just found that it became a really solid foundation for all the other systems in my business. And it gave me very concrete points of reference in my business where I knew certain things were going to get done. And the really cool thing about this, and I talked about this in the episode with Sarah Roach Lewis, the which was episode 123 that we just did. One of the things that she really emphasizes in the work she does with creative entrepreneurs is putting systems in place. Because one of the things that doing that does is it removes all that clutter from your brain because now you have a bucket to put it into. This goes into my research day bucket. This goes into my admin day bucket. This goes into my CEO day bucket. I don't need to check my stats every week. I'm going to do that on the first Monday of the month. I don't need to be in QuickBooks every day because I'm going to do that on on Mondays. Um, So I don't need to get caught up by this shiny object that grabbed my attention. That's going to get done on the last Friday of the month. So by doing that, if it frees up a lot of mental space for me, it gives me a lot of clarity. When what's going on in my head doesn't feel cluttered, I find it so much easier to do 
better work and more efficient work. And I find it much easier to be creative. So that was my biggest win from 2023. And I wanted to share it all with you because it's very easy to do. It's, it's literally just sitting down at your desk for 30 minutes sometime this week or next and plotting it all out and respecting it and respecting the reason that you're doing it and continuing on with it. So I hope that all of you can take something away from that and do something with it in a way that works for you. And if you do, and it does work, I'd love to hear how it goes. Please feel free to drop me an email or DM me on Instagram and let me know how setting something up like this works for you in your creative business. That is it for today. I told you it was going to be short. Um, I just want to say before I wrap up for the holidays that I cannot thank you all enough for your ongoing support this year, particularly as we change the format a bit this season, going to once every two weeks instead of weekly. Um, if anything, we have more listeners now since doing that, which was interesting. Um, but I really do appreciate all of the support that I've received in the last month or two. I've gotten some lovely emails from people who've been listening and who have just had some really nice things to say. And it really does motivate me to keep going and just makes me happy. So <laughs> thank you all so much for that. And if you are enjoying the podcast, please take a moment as you're listening to this to um, give us a review, particularly if you're listening on um, the podcast app on your iPhone. I think it's just called podcast now. I got to look on my phone. Yeah, it's just the podcast app on your iPhone. You can leave a, a review right within the app. It's very appreciated. It also helps us get found by other creative Canadian women who might be looking for some help in their businesses. And it helps us find really great guests because when people are looking for podcasts to be on and they see a show that's got good ratings, they want to be on that show. So, so please do that if you have a moment. And so from me, I just want to wish you all a very happy holidays, however you choose to celebrate. And I hope that you all have a very happy, healthy, and creative 2023. That's it for me this week. We will be back soon in the new year with another brand new episode. Thanks everyone. Thank you so much for joining us for the Anchi Looked Up Creative Hour. If you're looking for links or resources mentioned in this episode, you can find detailed show notes on our website at anchilookedup.com. While you're there, be sure to sign up for our newsletter for more business tips, profiles of inspiring Canadian creative women, and so much more. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe to the show via your podcast app of choice so you never miss an episode. We always love to hear from you, so we'd love it if you'd leave us a review through iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Drop us a note via our website at anchilookedup.com or come say hi on Instagram at anchilookedup. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.